Corey, my man. Hey. Thank you. Thank you, brother. How are you? Not too bad. Sorry, couldn't be on. You know, I'm traveling across Virginia today, and of course, you know, the reception is in and out. So. Oh, that's fine, Corey. We always make room for you, man. You know, you're an onion toter. Trump is an onion toter. We haven't had a president like Trump since Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was an onion toter, and you know, you got all these guys toting a set of blueberries, yapping at you like a little chihuahua, nap, yapping at the heels of a real man, and uh, so. You know, share with the audience a little bit. I, we interviewed you yesterday, Corey, and I found out something new about you. And I thought I knew you, man. I've been interviewing you for I don't know how many years now. And, uh, and it's always a pleasure and a delight. And, uh, and it's good when you learn new things. But I learned yesterday that you're from a traditional Democrat family, a family, and, and not the kind of Democrats that are like uber rich like Mark Warner that stole, you know, got a free government hookup and got to be a hundred millionaire, uh, you know, on the backs of the American citizens. But the kind of Democrat... And, you know, not the kind at the bottom on welfare, but the hardworking Democrat. I think you said they were longshoremen. Yeah, that's right. My dad was a dock worker. And, oh, okay. Uh, he was a member. And he was a, he was a union man. And, in fact, you know, my grandfather was and so my great-grandfather. They were all longshoremen. Wow. Uh, so these was- are men's men. You, is this why? <laughs> see, this is why you're an onion toter, Corey. <laughs> they, they, these well, were, these were men. Them. Are they still with us? They still alive? No, no, unfortunately not. My dad passed away 20 years ago or 15 years ago. But I'm but, so sorry. Uh, look, you know, well, the thing is, I mean, he taught me, you know, to be strong, and he taught me to always respect the working man. You know, I was the first in my family to go to college, and uh, you know, it was something he never put up with, and then nothing that I, something I never put up with, and I don't, you know, you, we can't allow the elites in Washington uh, to thumb their noses at the working man, to work at the working people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's happened here is that the Democratic Party, which once upon a time claimed to be the party standing up for the little guy, claimed to be the yes. party that, that stood up for the working man, they don't do that anymore. They mm-hmm. haven't done it in several years. They turn their back on working-class Americans, yes. on international trade issues where they've allowed... You know, uh, these unfair trade agreements that have gutted American manufacturing, gutted American jobs. Uh, they allow, you know, millions of illegal aliens coming into this country, coming in, crowding our schools, taking our jobs, suppressing wages, forcing working class uh, people to take wages that are lower than they should be. Mm-hmm. And, they, and the Democrats, of course, they ridicule our values. Yes, and, and yes, finally, our Christian faith. They, they want to destroy up. it. That's right. They, they want to destroy it. They want to destroy everything that's good and wholesome and traditional in this country. Yeah. And finally, working class people of all races, of all ethnicities, have woken up and realized the Democratic Party slapped the door in their face. Yes. They shut the door in their face. They've turned their backs on them. Yeah, yeah. What would your grandfather think of uh, the uh, Democrat school teachers and the Democrat um Socialists and all these psychologists and sociologists taking little children and, uh, you know, they teach them this stuff about Sally has two mommies and, and Bobby has two daddies and they get them confused and then they put them on beta blockers that don't allow them to develop puberty and they have them have surgery and not tell the parent. What would your grandfather think of that? Well, they, they would have been disgusted. And, you know, look, 
I mean, if you, you know, it's very easy to look back, back to the 1950s and 60s and say, you know, that was a, a glorious time and everything. Because people did do wrong things back then, too. Where well, humans always have, Corey, and, and they always that, will. Yeah. But the difference is today, the ultra left in this country, the liberals are trying to normalize that bad behavior. Yes. They're trying to say it's okay, and it's not. We know that our values, our values, uh, our Judeo-Christian values, they come from the Bible. Man cannot redefine them. Yes. Those are our values. They're in that Bible. We can, we can try to justify everything we want to do to try to you know, make something that's abnormal normal, but you can't do it. Right. And, uh, and, and, and our, our ancestors, you know, our grandparents, if they were alive today, they'd be telling us this country it needs to correct its course and it cannot normalize this kind of activity because it ultimately is going to end in a lot of misery for a lot of people. Yeah, you're so right, Corey, and it's already happening in all these enclaves where there's no Republican uh, counterbalance to the Democrats, and the Democrats have been running these cities forever and a day. If Baltimore uh, hadn't had a Republican mayor for 100 years, Detroit, the last time Detroit had a Republican mayor, Corey, was 1960. You and I weren't even born, and at, in 1960, Detroit was, was not just the richest city in the United States. It was the richest city on the planet, Detroit, yeah. Michigan, okay? And so from then to now, they've not had another Republican in charge. And they're a bankrupt city, and they're actually bulldozing parts of Detroit and planting vegetable gardens. You know something, though, is that you know, with this trade, uh, with this president uh, who has put his foot down and is demanding better trade agreements with China and Europe, that now, and, and, and with this tax cut, economic growth is returning to this country, record economic growth, the type of growth, an increase in real wages, the return of manufacturing, and it's coming back to places, even in Detroit, we are seeing economic growth, the likes of which we haven't seen in decades. Wow. Because we finally have a strong president of the United States who's yeah. bringing back business. We expect $4 trillion in money to be repatriated repatriated into the United States, coming back into the United States, bringing back jobs, bringing back factories, bringing back good, high-paying manufacturing jobs. It's coming back. Wow. Good times have just begun. Yeah. Now, with your opponent in the United States Senate race, uh, current incumbent uh, Tim Kaine, uh, does he still think that these things are crumbs, all these uh, bonuses that people have gotten, the tax money? We've got one minute to break. Yeah, that's exactly right. We know exactly because the last Saturday when I debated him, he, he said, well, he, he admitted he voted against President Trump's, all of President Trump's pro-economic growth policies. He voted against the tax cut. He wants to undo it. We know what the Democrats would do if they, if they get reelected or if they mm -hmm. take control. They're going to stop all of this economic progress that we're seeing right yeah. now. Yeah, so, hey, you guys, vote for Corey Stewart, volunteer for Corey Stewart, and Corey, tell them where they can send a check because Corey needs money, and you, you guys, yeah. you've got to open your pocketbook up. Go to CoreyStewart.com uh, and make a contribution online, or you can send a check at P.O. Box 7090. Woodbridge, Virginia, uh, 22195. Okay. 
Thank you so much, brother. Much success to you.